Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well, losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash I do. That's ro.co slash I D O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's row.co slash I do. Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real. Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep free trial and a 10-year warranty. So you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do for an exclusive 35% off because every mom deserves a good night's sleep. And with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're having a great day. Sarah is here, but if you have not heard from past episodes, she is fighting a 
terrible sore throat, cold, something, and she basically can't talk. So she's here producing, and that's why you'll be hearing only from me in today's show with Tracy McMillan. And Tracy is a television writer, relationship expert, and author whose writing credits include Mad Men, Good Girls Revolt, Marvel's Runaways, and United States of Terra. She's written three books and a memoir. And she really rose to fame, I guess you could call it, in the relationship space uh, when she had a viral blog, Why You're Not Married, and for more than two years had an article on the Huffington Post under the same title, Why You're Not Married, that was the most viewed article in the history of Huffington Post. She's also the host of a show on the network own family or fiance. You'll hear her reference that. And we talk a little bit about that in today's show and dive into the impact of family dynamics on relationships. And we talk a lot about attachment theory and Tracy shares her personal journey of dealing with her attachment history and a lot of value there. And we really thank Tracy for getting personal because I think it's always great to hear people's personal stories and know that you're not alone in struggling in your relationship, struggling with yourself. We're all dealing with different things. So thank you, Tracy, for that. And as always, we appreciate you guys tuning in, leaving us those five-star reviews on iTunes to help us to grow the podcast, telling your friends and family. We really appreciate you guys. Enjoy today's show. Hey, Tracy, thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Hey, thanks for having me. So today we're going to talk about the impact of family dynamics on our relationships. And obviously this is a big one and one that we all bring with us. Uh, We come from families, we get into relationships, and that plays a huge role in how we relate. So let's start by having you tell our listeners what one of the bigger things you see in people's relationships as it relates to their childhood and their origin family and how that can impact their present day romantic relationships? Well, the very first thing I think that happens is that our issues in our present day relationships usually originate in our families. So one of the things that's so amazing about family or fiance is that we bring the cause and the effect into the same house. And anytime you get multi-generational, like it's like multi-generational therapy, essentially, (laughs) where both sides benefit from bringing those two things into the same place for three days. Because invariably, whatever's going on with the parent, okay, so the thing about family or fiance is there's really two different ways things happen. Sometimes there's a fam- a problem in the couple that the family sees that the couple's not dealing with. And sometimes there's a problem in the family or with one of the parents and one of the partners that needs to get resolved, right? So it can either be the problems in the family or the problems in the couple. Either way, this process of bringing families and couples together invariably surfaces whatever is going on. So Um, A lot of times what people like to do is 
the way they get along in their families or in their partnerships is to just keep the beach ball underwater. That's how I put it. They just don't say what they really think. (laughs) Whatever's the scariest thing they can say, they're not going to say it. They're not going to go to the heart of the matter. They're just going to pretend it's not happening. And that's how they're going to keep the peace. And instead, that doesn't really keep the peace. It keeps the suffering going. What I find on Family or Fiance is that on day one, they say the worst thing that they've been trying not to say for however long they've been trying not to say it, whether it's the couple or the family. And once you get that out, you can start the healing process. It really is that the truth shall set you free. It's cutting to the core. So can you share a specific example of that and kind of how people might be able to apply that to their own family dynamics and relationship? You know, I'm so terrible with examples. (laughs) I mean, I can tell you things that happen all the time on the show. Um, Okay, here's an example. So there was a couple and the man in the couple was parenting her children in a way, his stepchildren, her children, they weren't married yet, but still, her children in a way that the children were finding very unhelpful. Well, they blamed their, they blamed him, right? The kids blamed him. But what was really clear is that the mother was allowing this to happen. Well, cut to the way the mother was dealing with her own family. She felt abandoned by her own family. And I'm like, well, look what's happening. You felt abandoned by your family. Your kids feel abandoned by you. Do you see how this is working its way down the generations? So you're really looking for patterns like that. Like whatever you feel, a lot of times what your kids, which if you're the partnership, you, that's, that would be you to your parents, Right. If you're a mother and you're in a partnership, that would be you to your kids. Whatever the kid person feels, the parent people need to deal with as a, and look for where that they might have felt the same way. Because what ends up happening is we have wounds, we pass the wound down. You get a deficit when you have a wound, and then you parent from that deficit, and then your children feel the same way you do. So basically, what I'm describing is these multi generations. So you've got the grandmother, the mother, and the children are all feeling the same thing, but they don't realize it. She did not realize she was doing the same thing to her kids, making them feel the exact same way she felt like her mother made her feel. Could, did not see that until she came on the show. How can someone listening start to examine their family dynamics and how that might be playing a role in their current relationship or in the relationship with themselves? Well, it's for sure playing a role in your current relationship. So the place you start looking. So a lot of times the way I would describe some of this is that your life and your this is a lifelong process. This is not like, oh, we did, we, we worked on that for three months and now we're done. Or we went to therapy for a year and now we're done. Because these things tend to present themselves over and over at different life stages. You know, they present one way in high school, one way in college, one way in young adulthood, one way when you reach your own parenthood, one way when your kids become teenagers, and so on. So where do you... Life is an archaeological dig. And the, you start with a cup handle. You're like, wow, look at this cup handle. You start digging. After a while, you're like, oh my gosh, there's a whole city down here. <laughs> <laughs> so the cup handles are going to be feelings. Where do you have feelings? 
that are very outsized to the thing that happened. That's where you're going to start looking. So if you get a supercharged reaction when your partner doesn't listen to you or doesn't respond to something, right? Or does a specific thing, right? And you get a big old reaction to that. You would start to look at where did I used to feel this? When did I first feel this feeling? What is this related to? Because there's a saying, if I'm hysterical, it's historical. So that means when you have big feelings, it's going to always be pulling equity from some old thing in your life that was never resolved. Now, there's basically three kinds of people out there. There's securely attached people. Well, actually, there's two kinds. There's securely attached people whose parents met the vast majority of their needs and they move into adulthood with what's called secure attachment. They form stable bonds. They get married and stay married. Being close is fine for them. They're not like feeling engulfed or feeling anxious in their relationships. They feel good and solid. And they tend to also have securely attached children. So secure attachment isn't going to have these outsized reactions the same way insecurely attached people do. Insecurely attached people, there's two kinds. There's an anxious, and that is um, just what it sounds like. For them, relationships are fraught. They're in, they get in a lot of anxiety. They fear abandonment. They um, are preoccupied. They want to enmesh. These are the people that like, are maybe clingy or needy. Um, and they tend to partner up with the other kind of insecure, which is called avoidant. Avoidant is like, pretend, you know, they don't have any feelings. They're like fine with everything. They're just like, what? What problem? What? What feeling? What's the problem? Why are you crying? They're, they're <laughs> dismissing and avoidant of feelings. So when you have an insecure attachment pattern, and these things are like, it's like a language you learn in the first one to two years of your life. And it comes from the way you were parented. No blame. It's a, we're not blaming anybody. These are also things that are passed down. And there's even some discussion of whether or not these are evolved, but that's a separate thing. So when you have insecure attachment, that is really going to impact the way you form bonds. It's not going to feel safe necessarily or secure to be in a relationship. You're either going to be fearing engulfment if you're an avoidant or fearing abandonment if you're anxious. So you know if that's you because this, I mean, if you're over the age of 25 or 30 and you've had more than one or two relationships, you've kind of probably got a sense of which one of these you are, whether you're secure, avoidant, or anxious because it's going to show up every single time you form a bond with somebody, a strong one, like a partnership pair bond. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. When you work full-time, have kids, and run a podcast, it's hard to make time for a multiple-step skincare protocol. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, OneSkin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. Let me repeat it. They make it easy No complicated routine, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. If you're looking for skincare products that are simple and effective, for a limited time, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your first OneSkin purchase when using the code I do when you check out at oneskin.co. 
I've been using OneSkin's body lotion for about a month and I've already seen noticeable improvements with small wrinkles and textures on my skin, specifically on the back of my neck and the back of my hands, two places where I get a lot of sun. Plus, my skin looks and feels healthier all around. It's all thanks to OneSkin's revolutionary OS-01 peptide, the first ingredient proven to deactivate aging cells responsible for lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. Unlike traditional skincare products that only mask symptoms, OneSkin pioneered a new approach integrating tissue engineering and cutting-edge science to enhance skin biology for lasting resilience against aging. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using the code IDO at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the code IDO. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. If you're tuning into today's show, you're probably aware that mental health and relationship challenges are a part of life, but they don't have to define you and you're not alone. If you've ever wished that you could join a conversation with an expert and call into a show in a similar vein as relationship advice, here's an opportunity for you. If you're navigating something messy, call the Dr. John Deloney show. His show recently hit top five of all podcasts on Apple Podcasts and for a good reason. With a PhD in counseling and two decades of experience sitting with people, Dr. Deloney brings practical advice on how to connect with others, face depression, overcome anxiety, and find true wellness. This caller-driven show tackles real-life issues from relationships to emotional well-being. Dr. Deloney walks alongside people just like you as they navigate tough decisions. So no matter what you're going through, the Dr. John Deloney Show is here for you. Send your questions, leave a voicemail at 844-693-3291 or email askjohn at ramseysolutions.com. They want to talk to you. Listen to the Dr. John Deloney Show wherever you get your podcasts or follow the link on our website. You said at the start here is that recognizing where the big feelings are on the archaeological dig can be so valuable. And I just immediately went to my personal experience. And yeah, that's why relationships are so valuable is they bring out the big feelings and then we could go... If we're inquiring and if we're open to growth, we can go, ah, what's that all about? Because I shouldn't be so upset that my partner didn't take out the trash. It's not about taking out the trash. There's a lot more under there. Mm -hmm. And it's almost always going to be about, are my needs going to be met? That's kind of the bottom line. Are you there for me? Are you going to meet my needs? Um, And if you want to know what your needs are, start to look at the places where you feel fearful or, you know, where you get those, like if you're an avoidant, for example, you're not, if this isn't going to come to you as a need, I'm having a need, it's going to come to you as freezing, as perhaps a uh, heart rate going faster, as perhaps a real strong urge to derogate something, to put it down, to be like, I don't need that, or I'm over this you know, or some sort of strong pushing away energy. 
um, it's not going to come in as, oh, I, I'm having a need. <laughs> right, right. It's way sneakier than that, way sneakier than that. And, but once you start to learn what your needs are, then that's when a relationship can get sort of sane because you start figuring out what your needs are and then you figure out what your partner's needs are and they're doing that work too. And then you guys together, the, the partnership is about figure, doing your needs and then meeting the other person's needs to whatever degree. And if you can't meet them precisely, then you negotiate. Let's talk a little bit about that because with insecurely attached people, it seems like the needs are a much more powerful thing in their lives. Often mm-hmm. they're not even understanding that those are needs. Right. Like you said, elevated exactly. heart rate. And they might project their needs onto their partner. It's like, I need you to be this way so that I can feel okay. How can someone that's insecurely attached and then on the other side, maybe their partner, how can they start to take ownership and say, hey, maybe this is something that I need to get for myself and that it's not my partner's responsibility? Well, I mean, certain forms of therapy, like packed therapy, for example, is going to say your job is to meet your partner's needs. Now, that's fine. But then knowing yourself, right, it's kind of an interplay between saying, oh, so basically, the minute you hear your yourself saying, I need you to do blank, right? You know, you're kind of you're a red flag should go up for you. Because when you identify your need, you just state it as your need, right? Like, oh, you know what I'm noticing? Rather than saying to your partner, I need you to talk to me. Or we, you know, I need you to communicate, right? You say, wow, I have a need to communicate. (laughs) You know, when people talk about I statements, what they're really trying to, what the real goal of that is to understand yourself. Like, oh, this is my need to communicate. And then you go, oh, now is this because this must be communicated right now or because I have this underlying thing here that always shows up and wants me to get my partner to do something. Mm. And you have to start to parse out, is this something they need to do right this second or is this something I need to take a look at? So then you start to really look at your own stuff. like. I don't know. I think this stuff is very difficult to talk about. And um, when I say talk about it, there's a, it's, it's a little bit mysterious. It's a little bit like confounding. So I, I want to use an example from my own life. I have to think of one now. <laughs> because, okay, here's a good example. So I have a lot of abandonment because I was a foster child naturally, obviously, I'm afraid everyone's going to leave. So when I'm getting into a new relationship, for many years, my solution was just to be with people that were committing to me on day one. They'd be like, I'm going to be with you and only you. Well, that's not really what a healthy person or a secure functioning person is going to do. They're not going to be committing on day one. That doesn't make sense. Because secure wants to be autonomous and free. And they're going to value their autonomy. They're not going to give it away that fast. That's kind of an insecure move. Only insecure people do that. (laughs) So I wondered after some number of years, why none of my relationships were working, even when I had this really big buy-in right from the very beginning. 
Well, I had to start to look at maybe I don't need that buy-in. Maybe I'm asking for that buy-in from my wound. And if I really handled my wound, I wouldn't need, I could deal with more uncertainty. And in uncertainty would allow the other person to feel like they came into this relationship freely of their own free will, as opposed to coming into it from a sense of duty or obligation, which is often how an avoidant enters a relationship because avoidants don't want to want. Wanting is vulnerable and scary. They'd rather go, I had to. I was going to hurt her feelings if I didn't do it. Or I'm obligated to do something. Or an anxious is going to do it because they're afraid. Like, what if they go away? Well, any relationship begun with these sorts of underlying things is going to be unstable. It might be stable in the very beginning, but over time, it's like a wheel that is perfectly circle, you know, perfect circle. It's just going to start pulling in a certain direction. And, you know, five years down the line, you're going to be way off course. So this is a great example of how we might have tendencies that we set up our relationship according to our tendencies. And then we don't realize how we end up off, off track. And um, I needed to deal with my own, uh, how did I, how was I going to self-regulate around uncertainty? As I got more skill in that and could tolerate more uncertainty, I stopped putting so much pressure on the partner to be a certain way, say certain things, commit a certain way. I didn't need that in the same way, if that makes sense. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Do you want to know one of my favorite meals? It's a slice of toasted bread with tomato, mozzarella, basil, olive oil, salt and pepper, and a little drizzle of balsamic glaze. Makes my heart happy. It's so simple. It's so delicious. And I love that all the ingredients get to show off their individual flavors. I used to eat it all the time as my easy go-to meal. And then all of a sudden, there was a ton of messaging out there telling me that I shouldn't eat carbs and that I shouldn't eat bread and that bread is bad. And I hate to admit it, but I cut out bread entirely for the longest time. And it wasn't until recently that I started to understand that not all bread is created equal. Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. They've remade carby, empty calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories, plus protein and fiber. I highly recommend that you give their bread a try. They're giving relationship advice listeners 10% off when you visit Hero dot co and use the code I do at checkout. I was so excited to discover Hero Bread. It's truly amazing. And they've made a product that is tasty and soft while having zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar and high in fiber. I'm not going to lie. Their white bread is so good and it makes the best tomato and mozzarella sandwich. Last week, Stella and I were back in Florida visiting our family and we all walked to the lake and the only bread we had in the house was Hero Bread. So we grabbed a slice, walked to the lake, and by the time we got there, Stella had eaten the whole piece of bread and of course, wanted more. So the poor ducks didn't get any Hero Bread, but Stella did. 
since I had cut out bread for a while, every time I ate low quality bread, my body felt bad. It felt bloated and I didn't feel great. But with Hero Bread, I feel good after eating it, which makes my life so much easier because now I can go back to my easy grab and go sandwiches when I'm on the run. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code I do at checkout. That's I do at H E R O dot C O. Money is one of the biggest stressors in relationships. While worrying about it doesn't help a ton, Earnin actually does. Our sponsor, Earnin, is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Many couples end up fighting about finances, especially when surprise costs arise. Earnin allows you to seamlessly deal with that unexpected trip to the vet or the last minute gift for loved ones without any stress, letting you and your partner focus on what really matters. Earnin is helping millions of Americans to feel self-sufficient and to worry and fight less about money. All of this without debt trap, mandatory fees, or credit checks. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download Earnin app, type in relationship advice under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's relationship advice under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Thank you for sharing that personal story. If you don't mind sharing, how did you work on that, on your mm-hmm. issues? Well, I'm going to say it was excruciating. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. It wasn't excruciatingly painful. That's the difference between a good relationship where you're practicing new stuff, a safe relationship where you're practicing new stuff, and a dangerous relationship, Right. It wasn't excruciatingly painful. It was excruciatingly discomfort. It was excruciating discomfort. Now, discomfort is not the end of the world, right? Like an abusive relationship is painful. A relationship that's challenging you is uncomfortable. Difference. That's the difference. So while I'm sitting there having my new experience, which I always liken it to yoga. You know, relationships are like yoga. It's just like you're doing, you know, chaturanga like 100,000 times. <laughs> Not all day, every day, but I would say at least once a week and actually probably more like once a day in the beginning. And even now, I some I will still get it. That's the thing. I don't think it's like language. You can't expect to never see those aspects of yourself ever again. It's like if you... um are French and you move to America, you're maybe going to have an accent for the rest of your life. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you even get rid of most of the accent, but at, if you're stressed, you're going to start speaking French. Or if you, you might even dream in French at times. You know what I'm saying? So you don't erase the old you. You integrate those parts of yourself with the new parts of yourself. And little by little, you become comfortable or less uncomfortable more and more of the time. That's my experience, you know, and weirdly, all of the external. So for me, with my abandonment issue, you know, all the external commitment did not ever really solve the internal 
thing. It didn't. Otherwise, I would have, I would be done by now, right? <laughs> yep, yep. But it obviously didn't work. Getting married didn't work because I got married three times and I'm still, I still have this issue. What's create, what's resolving the issue for me is me resolving the issue. And hopefully, like there's a lot of thought or research on that a secure functioning relationship can bring a person into more secure um, attachment pattern. It can. But up till very recently, I hadn't been in any kind of secure functioning. Really. I couldn't create that because I, I had this thing that I needed on day one that no, that's not secure functioning. You know what I'm saying? To demand that on day one. Secure functioning is like, okay, this is going to take time and it's fine. You know, I feel like I'm in so deep in it right now. It's like, I, I hope the listeners are not super confused because I guess here's the thing. You catch of this what you catch of it and then come back and listen to it in two months and then you'll catch more. You know, learning these things is a big old process. And like I said, it's life work. It's not like a day or a month or a workshop, although all those things can add up. But um, it's, it's big work. It's really the work we're here to do, honestly. Partnership is what we're here for in many respects. Because it's from that secure base that you go out and create in the world, you know? Exactly. And you're exactly right. It's a process. It's so cliche, but it's not the destination. It's the journey because there is no mm -hmm. destination. In your personal experience and, and through your work, are there any particular resources or books on attachment and understanding our attachment style Oh yeah, that you can recommend? So, here's what I... I love the Diane Poole Heller book, Diane Poole Heller. Um, I forget what it's called. I'm just going to give you, I love the Stan Tatkin book, Wired for Love. I love Dr. Sue Johnson's work, um, Hold Me Tight. All the, those three books, just those three books are going to be like, okay, got it. You know, that's a good beginning, you know, and then you can go deep. And there's a lot of research being done by, on this right now. You know, um, this is a whole area of relationship science is really a new field w in terms of really like quantifying what makes relationships work and what makes relationships fail. This is, you know, John Gottman, John Gottman's work is amazing. Read any book he's written. He's kind of the first. And now there are other people, Dr. Sue Johnson's doing research. There's a lot out there, but it's just, it's a pretty new area of study. Mostly people just, you know, talk to their best friend and did whatever their best friend said or <laughs> whatever their mom said, you know, and it's like, it was all anecdotal. Yeah. We love being able to have people like yourself to talk about this relationship science in past episodes, because yeah, it's really the most important work of our life is, is working on ourselves and doing that through the lens of relationships as well. And the more tools we can have, the better, because we're not born with these tools. We're still learning these tools uh, as a... Even as a species. A, yeah. Right, exactly, as a species. And I, I was going to layer on top of that, not to mention we're getting things thrown in the gears like social media, dating apps. Exactly. That <laughs> we definitely did not evolve with. So Yeah, the, more, the pill. 
Yes. The more tools (laughs) we have, the better. Tracy, thank you so much for sharing some of your personal story. And it's going to be really valuable for our listeners to apply to their own selves and their own relationships. Before we wrap up, can you tell our listeners where they can find you online? If you want to tell them a little bit about the new season of Family or Fiance, and then we'll say goodbye. Well, if you're interested in this stuff, you can follow me on at Tracy McMillan on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Um, And of course, you can watch Family or Fiance, which is we deal with these kinds of issues every single week, Saturday nights on OWN at 10 o'clock Eastern and Pacific and 9 o'clock Central. Or you can stream it on Discovery Plus. So you can watch it anytime you want and catch up on past on the past season. Um, yeah, to me, this is just, this is the most important thing you can do. It's the best work you can do. And it just, it has every single thing to do with the quality of your life, your relationships. So, and it affects every area that work and family and all, it's all really the same thing, you know, and it starts with the relationship you're having with yourself. Thank you so much, Tracy. The links to the show and to find you online will be in our show notes and on our website, idopodcast.com. And thanks for taking the time to come on the show. All right. Thanks a lot. Take care. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, all the links to the guest as well as any of their recommendations will be in the show notes page. You can find the link to that in the episode description or by going to idopodcast.com. Click on the podcast tab up at the top and you will have access to all the episodes that we've ever done. There are over 300 of them. Uh, And while you're on our website, if you haven't checked out our free 14-day happy couple challenge, We really hope you do. It's a free email challenge that we send to you. It's 14 days of fun, easy, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And if you're looking for something that provides a little more help with working on your relationship, whether it's improving intimacy or communication with your partner or just bringing the spark back, we would love for you guys to check out our online course, Spark my relationship. We're offering $100 off to all of our listeners. If you go to sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock, we've worked with over 15 psychologists and therapists to create the real life tools and strategies that they are teaching their clients. So we wanted to give them to you. It's a self-paced online course that can be done in as little as a month or up to three months. You can really decide how much or how little you want to do with your partner or maybe just yourself. So we hope you guys check that out. It's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. Have a great day. listening to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective visit pleasurepodcasts.com